Welcome to another Innovation Forum podcast with me, Toby Webb. And joining us in this podcast uh, are Florence Cathiard and Fabien Teitgen from Chateau Smithho Lafitte in Bordeaux. And they're talking about how circular approaches in the winery can save money and emissions. Uh, also about biodiversity and other sustainability issues. It's moderated by Anna Chilton, an expert in ESG and agriculture, and it was recorded as part of our Future of Wine conference 2020, which was held on the 26th and 27th of November 2020. And the conference was sponsored by the British Standards Institution, Chateau Lube, Concha Itoro, Diem and Control Union. If you'd like more like this, please do check Sustainable Wine on your podcast app. Hi, thank you so much, Toby. Delighted to be here this morning and very happy to introduce you to Florence Katziar and Fabien Tagen from Smith of Lafitte. I'm sure Smith of Lafitte needs no introduction because many of us love the wines. Personally, I love the white wine. Uh, I have been to uh, Smith of Lafitte many times. I even had an interview there on uh, one of the terraces years ago. And my sister, who's an art curator, and her husband, who has a gallery in London, when they visited uh, Bordeaux, your colleagues kindly showed them the whole art collection, including the lovely sculptures and my favorite, the Chagall painting in the tasting room. Uh, So apart from that, as a great sustainability advocate, I'm ashamed to say I didn't realize the amazing work that is going on at Smith of Lafitte on the sustainability side. And today we will be speaking specifically about biodiversity, which is perhaps the most complex aspect of environmental sustainability. But before we get into that, I would like to ask Florence and Fabien, if you could just give us a quick introduction about who you are and what you do at Smith of Lafitte. Hey, um, it's our 30th harvest in 2020, so it's a, it's a long time. We, we have been living on the premises, and before that, to make it short, um, I, I met my husband in the French national ski team, where we were the only students, at, uh, so that was half a century ago. We grew up together because we had the same problem, no ski school at the time, you know. And uh, then he had to quit because his father died suddenly. And uh, I joined him a little after um, the Olympic Games where I was only replacing girl because I was not, he was in the e- A team, I was in the B team, you know. But um, so we, we, we had a business life because we did not inherit this chateau. But wine, it was the French paradox, you know, we, it was the only alcohol we were allowed to drink at the time in the ski, French ski team. And uh, so for, for our wedding list, we asked for a good bottle of red Bordeaux. It was the only alcohol we ever drank. And that's all how it came. And we finished buying Smith Solafit in December 1990. So uh, uh, we have come a long way because uh, we, we wanted to be um, organic since the beginning and it was a full disaster, disaster because we don't go from a, a chemical vineyard to an organic one just by snapping uh, fingers. So we had a terrible time, uh, but um, year after year we improved and with the big help of Fabien, who is now going to introduce himself, I think we make now a good job. So hello everybody, I'm Fabien Tejen, I'm the winemaker of Chateau Smith Solafit, and I began to work here in 1995, so some years ago. 
and um, we will speak about this idea, but it's, uh, it takes time to, to understand well the vineyard, to, to understand well all the environment around us, forests, the ages, the grass, the plants. And so it's a very long process to, be, to become organic and to become sustainable in the wine process, in the winemaking. So Florence, to you as a business leader, I have a question. How did you first start to see the possibilities of sustainability in a vineyard? And how did you make this a reality in your organization? Because as you were saying, you were the first on the scene. So yes. that would not have been easy. But as I just said, it was a family affair with us. My father wanted to call me nature. Fortunately, my mother opposed this, you know. Uh, we loved, we love and we still love mountains and the purity uh, of air. Our daughter, um, Mathilde Caudali, um, founder of Beauty Cream, she was first to suppress parabens. And now if you go on Yucca, she's very, she's, I think, perfect at 98%. And our daughter was in charge of the hotel, the source, the Caudali, she has a huge uh, vegetable organic garden, uh, but uh, with the vineyard we, are, we have more trouble because uh, of course we, we know that the planet is damaged to a point where it cannot heal by itself and we want to, to try our best to take care of it. But uh, in the vineyard it took us five years to make an organic compost. Uh, so we, we, we lose five years because when you deprive a chemical vineyard from his fertilizer, for instance, uh, the plants are declining and they go weaken, weakening themselves. And uh, we had so low yield that it was not at all something to be proud of. Uh, then uh, we tried to suppress all herbicide and pesticide, but we, we did not matter, uh, we did not master very well. So when Fabian came five years later, things became better because he, he is, he, he, he did not tell you, but he is an agronomical engineer. So now we take uh, uh, strongly the part of uh, biodynamics as well, but the, rather the concrete part. Uh, we drop most of the Steiner and Maya Thun uh, mystical part, but uh, is strongly in try, test, and if it works, and now is maybe the most convinced, uh, like us, that uh, when you help your vine to strengthen themselves, it helps. And for, uh, um, for being uh, um, in a full circle, organic circle, um, you can maybe talk about this if you like. I, I perhaps can add some, some ideas or some... Uh, some Explanation. In fact, in 1985, when I joined the company, Florence and Daniel asked me to try to go on with the organic way of growing the vines. And at this step, I was very young, just going out from my studies. And uh, I, I was looking for something which could help me to give more balance in the vineyards. In the vineyards, we have just one plant growing, so it's not very balanced at the yes, beginning. Not and, diversity. and at this time, you have not so many diversity. And I look around and I look in the forest just close to the vineyard and I say, this system is sustainable. This system is balanced. Because in fact, your trees, <coughs> sorry, the trees grow, the, the leaves and the branches fall down, go back to soil through compost, 
and feed the plants, feed the soils, and all the cycle is going on by this way. And when I turned my head on the other side, I saw the vineyard and I say, this is my forest. <clears throat> Sorry, this is my forest with the small trees, which has the vines plants, and you have to go on and to put and to help the vines and the soil to create a cycle. And this cycle was done by the compost at the beginning and after step by step with the other things, uh, the ages, <clears throat> the grass, the biodiversity, the organic way, the biodynamic, the science, the plants, and all the things step by step go in this cycle to help the vines to have a good exchange with the soil and to produce uh, grapes with a very strong ID. To make a wine is a good idea, in fact. Very interesting. I have many questions I want to ask. I, I, I just, uh, just back to you, Florence. It sounds like it was quite a transformation that took place. And it, it, I know from our previous conversations that this was quite an expensive process. How yes. did you manage to convince everyone, including your investors, that this was the right way forward? Uh, we... The investor was not a big problem because it was my husband and I. When we sold uh, the ghost port, we had 55 big uh, sport shops and uh, we had also some supermarket. And uh, so uh, we sold it to Casino, a big company, and uh, with no uh, social clash because everybody was recycled. It, it was perfect. And, um, and so that was not a problem. All the more so has no children, as I told you, the, the hotel owners now and the Kodali people, they are all in debt, but they are all very entrepreneurial spirit and we don't care about our children because the, uh, even the added values, the son-in-law are very efficient. So, uh, and we decide to let the second part, the long second part, I hope, of our life uh, as, as um, artists of the vines. So uh, we put all the money, if some money is left after Fabien, uh, who goes first? Uh, because our philosophy is bio-precision. We don't, uh, we are not mystical people, as I told you. We want the best of science as well as the best of nature. Uh, for instance, we have two optical sorting machines uh, to decide uh, berry after berry, which is the best. Uh, we change one year out of two the vibrating sorting table to make it softer and better. And Fabien is never uh, uh, against improving his material. Somewhere. So, uh, and, and we have uh, eight horses now with two people looking after them uh, because our white are on a fragile hill uh, with sands and graves. And so uh, we, we, we care about erosion, for instance. So you have to have all these complex um, stables of horse. And, and so we invest a lot. When someone is left, we buy the sculpture. When someone is left, only. and yeah. we don't care for the children, which is already something, you know. So, but it's expensive. It's, I should say, uh, being a certified organic is a, a good 45% of, uh, of more expenses and a good 20% less yield. So it's, uh, it's uh, very costly, but you can do this if you, if you are a small vineyard, a smaller vineyard, <laughs> and uh, if you are less uh, maniac and obsessed than, than we are. But we think our wines, for instance, have, a, have a gain, have, have improved in the purity, in energy. 
and and for the recycling, uh, uh, you know, we we have to help the planet because uh, it's damaged, and uh, that's very important for us. Uh, I think my husband will see the return of investment uh, in maybe two centuries, or maybe maybe before. I, I mean about uh, money. Uh, uh, maybe before, because uh, they are doubling the price of uh, CO2 and bicarbonate every year, but they started uh, less than 20 euros a few years ago, so it's very small. And our 20 tons of recycled CO2 give um, 8 tons of bicarbonate of sodium, the good year, and, and this, we thought we would sell this to our daughter Mathilde for putting in our the bath, you know, but she said she has seven worldwide patents for stabilizing the polyphenol. She does not want to add uh, two drops of essential oil to our bicarbonate. So we, we, Fabien has found something with, uh, um, with uh, the algua, the spiruline, you know, yes. and it, it helps to grow spiruline. So we sell this to the algua, you see the, the sea yeah. wave, you know, the mm -hmm. sea. So you're using uh, it as a conditioner for the soil, is that right? Uh, no, not, not really, because it's a, it's a bicarbonate of sodium, and so it's not usable in the soil. So we try to use it for other, other things, as um, spiruline, as uh, all things like that, but we are not today able to use it back in the vineyards. So um, we, we are trying to find some new utilization of this uh, bicarbonate, but today it's not possible. So it's, a, it's, it's still a prototype, in fact, in the ideas. So we built the machine um, seven years ago. Seven years ago. And now the process, uh, the production process is okay. And uh, now we are to, to find something more exciting for reusing the bicarbonate. Yes. And one idea could be to that the bicarbonate could be a storage of CO2 because we need to use CO2 in different steps of the wine process. And perhaps you can block, fix, uh, stock the, the CO2 in bicarbonate in the harvest time and after re reuse the bicarbonate to produce CO2 to protect the wine later for the bottling or something like that. So it could be a, a direct yep, recycling right. in the wine process. Very interesting. Lots of different projects going on, clearly, on the sustainability side. And this is something that is very clear on the biodiversity aspect, that it touches on almost every side of sustainability, whether it's social or environmental. Biodiversity is at the heart of everything. And it sounds like, Fabien, for you, it started there. Was biodiversity, was that your first priority? And how did everything evolve from there? It's uh, biodiversity is one of the priority of the estates and, and the vineyards because, uh, as I said before, forest is balanced because forest is trees, is uh, grass, is animals, is plants, is uh, insects, is, and uh, all the life is included in this balance. And we need to try to put these things in the vineyards. And as the vineyards is just with one plant, mostly, vines it's not uh, balanced so it's for that we help with the biodiversity with first grass natural grass in in between the line to have flowers to have uh, grass roots to feed insects flowers to attract insects and so the life began by this way and so if you have insect you will have 
fly, you will have uh, birds, you will have uh, all the things. And so step by step, you have more and more life in the vineyards. And this is really important. And the biodiversity, the protection of ages, the protection of grass or the natural grass in the vineyards helps to find this balance. And this balance helps the life in the soil and helps the relationship between the vines and the soils. And, and you know, I just add that when we came to Smith Solafit, we can walk into the, grow, the rows of vines like on glass. Now, uh, uh, yesterday, I, I walk into my rows of vines because we have, we have put something <laughs> funny um, to, uh, to, uh, because cut, we don't to want cut to grass. cut the grass. It's two llamas because one llamas is worth six sheep, you know, and uh, we put them uh, in the road and they eat, they eat, they, it works. It works well because I, I love llamas. So I had these llamas and someday I say, well, they could work a little for us because they could work in, in being pleased with, uh, with grass in the place where we find the vines are too fertile. So we put them, but I try to walk in this rose of vine and it's full of worms. It's full of worms. It's very lively now, which was not the case 20 years ago. I can tell you 30 years ago, still less. So it's interesting to see all this life. We have planted 10 kilometers, almost 10 kilometers of uh, um, edge rows. Um, so it's sometimes a problem because the edge rows are, are high now and they put shadow and they kind of frostbite uh, the vines uh, along them. But on the other end, there is such a life in, in these edge rows which surround our estate that it's very interesting. We even put trees now. Fabien is not so happy with this because the tractor, you know, we, put, we have put, oh, it's not big, but uh, we have already six trees in the vineyard and I hope to have more next year. And, uh, and uh, we have convinced our daughter, uh, the Kodali girl, which is richer than we are because she makes 20 times even more our turnover, um, to invest uh, uh, for young wine growers and she can uh, put uh, free of charge with uh, um, uh, some uh, slightly handicapped people uh, who, who do this, Arbre Paysage de Gironde, it's an association. They make edges around of a young wine growers for those who want, because some say, oh, I have to cut the trees. No, no, I don't want. But most of them are now beginning to get the idea of uh, the, this preservation of biodiversity. In, That's in very area. interesting. And actually something that we were talking about so much yesterday, which yeah. is that there are, there are interesting stories in sustainability, many interesting stories. And yet it's such a complex topic that it's hard to communicate this to the consumer. To both of you, what do you think is the right way? Yeah. Because for instance, the, the German people, before we had no clients from Germany, maybe 2%. Now I have to say we have maybe 10% because they are very sensitive to this. Swiss people also, when they come, they see the horses, not always on the, on the red, because on the red vines, we have our Gundian gravel. gravel. The Gundian gravel are a beautiful soil, but the light tractors are more or less the same as the horses. We have no risk of compaction and of erosion because it's hill. Smith oh, Lafitte means high hill, you know, Lafitte means hill. So it's good, it stands for quality somewhere, but it does not mean sharp slope. Uh, 
but we have eight horses, so sometimes they, we have to have, have them work because they like it. We have special light. It's uh, the vegan would say it's not vegan, but uh, we have um, we have made our own. Um, how can I say charu uh, behind the horses? It's very probably machine. The machines are very light, and it, and it's a girl who drive them, so it's it's perfect, and she does not uh, jump on it. And uh, we we think people are sensitive because they see it, they see the beehives, uh, and uh, sometimes there is Asian hornets because we have killed two last year. But this year it seems okay. Uh, of course, it's it's always a a struggle to be involved in nature because things are not like a soft river, you know, it's, you have waves sometimes. Mm. Uh, uh, Fabien, I, 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 you studied, is it agronomy or what was, the, uh, what was your specialization? My basement is agronomy. Agronomy, so For you're me, an expert of soil. Process. Yes. Right, uh, fascinating, absolutely All fascinating study. Yeah. And, and the wine industry is obsessed with soil. That's for sure. I've worked in other industries and I can tell you, this is an obsession, completely OCD with terroir, with soil. As an agronomist working in the wine industry, what are some of the changes and outcomes that you've seen that are very practical that are helping the winery now after the processes that you've put in place? So... In fact, you have to imagine in the evolution of the winemaking, in the ideas, uh, in uh, 40 years ago, people discover analogy and think and thought that we can make wine through analogy and make a qualitative wine by this way. So uh, we saw some years after that it was limited because we can make something in the cellar, you can have clear wine, clean wine, good wine, but you cannot give something more. And this something more is coming from the outside, coming from the soil, coming from the idea of the place. And uh, when you are doing uh, AOC terroir wine, you have to show the place, you have to show something different compared to other people, compared to the neighbor, compared to, to a cab grow in Napa, it's not the same compared to the cab grow in Smith-Solafit. So the only way to show the place is to give the opportunity to the vines to go in the soil with their roots. And so if you feed the vines with fertilizer, if you don't take care of the soil, the, the roots stay on, on, the, on the top Surface. of the soil. They don't go inside. They live just there. So you cannot have an exchange between the soil. So you cannot show the place. You cannot show the, the terroir. Minerality. So doing the things as we did since many years now, we help the soil to have its life. And when you have the life in the soil, you have some insects grow, digging all in the soil. And so all the life in the soil with the roots of the grass gives the structures give the aeration of the soils. And when the soil is open like that, the roots of the vines can go deep to find water, to find some nutrient, to find some things. And by this way, you have the exchange. And this is the only way for me to show the terroir and to give something special in the wine. And it's a very long process because we are not direct active. We help to do that, but in fact, we don't do. Nature do that, the insect do that, the plants do that. So we need to help them to find their own balance. So it's a very long process. And we are just around to help and to guide, not to do the things directly. And for me, it's something quite new in the ideas because human always want to control the things. And we are not able to control the things because it's natural. 
you can control that with the temperature, with things like that, but you cannot control the, the, the behavior of the vines outside in July because it's warm or because it's cold. So we have just to follow to understand and to help. That's why we lost half of the crop in 2018 and half of the crop in 2013. So uh, we take risks, that's for sure. But on the other hand, uh, we have this energy, this purity, and I think our clients, even if it was slow in uh, 2013, they say, oh, you lost the crop, you should have put some uh, pesticides, you know. Uh, in 18, they don't say this. In five yeah. years, we see the change in uh, the, the, the temper of, uh, of our clients, even the traditional uh, Bordeaux wine merchant. They, cha they are changing now. They know it's uh, maybe the, the, the small new luxury of future because I think the classified growth, they have the means to do this. It's risky business, but we hope that our uh, small uh, streams will, be, will, will become, uh, will, will end up being wide rivers, you know. And uh, when I was president of the CSO, the Conseil uh, Superior of UNO Tourism, I, 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 was, uh, take, I was speaking uh, to the ministries of agriculture, of health, uh, uh, and uh, I, I was meeting with the high people in the wine business. And uh, I, I kept this three years after I, I dropped because I cannot have two caps, uh, only one half of my head. And, uh, but I, I saw the change in three years. And that was why we were also allowed to present our innovation to COP21 in 2015 in Paris, when we came with uh, our daughter, because uh, we want to involve her and it's a new generation. And the new generation, even if they uh, don't buy uh, high class wine like Missolafit now or Morose, they, they are thinking about this and uh, you know, less is more in the wine business. That's what we think also. And, uh, no, it's definitely true. It's, it's interesting. I didn't know that you were uh, at COP21. That's yes. that's great yes. to hear that the wine industry was represented. I, I wasn't aware of that. That's great. Yes. Great to hear that. Well done. That's fantastic. But people often see Smith and us like uh, the promoter of honor tourism or of uh, marketing. Uh, of course, we try to uh, to make well and, uh, and tell... Uh, uh, the truth well told, you know, we try to do this, but, uh, and, and we are lucky enough to have this beautiful hotel resource next to us, so we can take the clients and the spa of our daughter is very famous also, but uh, it, it's, it's also circular and it's a virtuous circle and uh, uh, we don't want to, to, be, uh, to be the old-fashioned uh, way. We want to, to take all that Mother Nature can give to us, uh, but also we, we look at innovation when, uh, for instance, the, the sorting table electronic uh, was very good for us also, because before, after two years at the sorting table with your hands, you squint, you cannot uh, sort well. I have been many, many times in like 30 years in the vineyard, you know, so you, but, but Mother Nature is so important to deal with that, uh, and we are so pleased to have this uh, 65 of, uh, hectares of forest. Uh, so I have I made a, a land arc with five senses, uh, 
uh, to, to make the senses of our clients, to enlighten the senses of our clients. And they love it because they make the wood sing on an island, they listen to the streams of water in a work of art and, and so on and so on. And that gives the feeling of uh, having, of course, it's a niche, but it's, uh, it's important to have beauty and to believe in what you do and uh, to give energy to your, produ your produce. And after, they, they don't find the wine is expensive once they have seen our little world. So that's yes, Just as we were, I'm not sure if you were listening, but the session just before uh, the speakers, amazing session, the speakers were, were just finalizing with their final uh, hints to the, the audience about what to take away from the session. And what came up several times is how to embed the sustainability story in the story of the organization. It sounds like this is a very good example of how to do that. It's not just marketing online through social media, but it's also going out there and speaking to opinion leaders outside of the usual frameworks that we would imagine, outside of your client network, but going into COP21, participating in those discussions, yeah. speaking to the negociant, making the story available to a broader community. That's a great example of of how this is done. Back to you, Fabien, with just a, a, a few, I have a few technical questions because I'm sure there are a few wineries listening. We want to um, uh, capture some of your wisdom and knowledge. Uh, so we've heard of beehives. Uh, we've, we've heard that you are certified organic and the story uh, behind that, how difficult that was. Um, some, some people believe that actually being organic can be damaging for the soil because in cases of mildew, there's a lot of spraying of copper that came up a bit yesterday as well. What do you think are some of the sort of cliches out there about organic certification and practices that need to be dispelled or need to be put into perspective? It's a... It's a basement question, in fact, uh, because uh, being organic means in Bordeaux, and especially in Bordeaux with very wet weather, to have to spray against mildew quite often. And of course, using some copper, which is not a good molecules uh, for the soil, for life in the soil. But, you know, in nature, in life, things are always balanced. You cannot just win. So you have always something balancing your choice. Uh, so to try to reduce this impact, we use uh, copper as a, um, a nobopathic product. We spray very small quantity, often, but very small quantity to, don't, to, have, uh, to avoid to have a big quantity of copper going in the soil uh, because of, this, of the spray. And we mix it with a plant infusion to help the efficiency of the copper. So by this way, we are able to use a small quantity of copper to protect the vines against the mildew. And uh, it's for sure not perfect, uh, but today we have no it's better other, than the other yeah, alternative. We have no other solution, and I feel that it's better for the plants and for the planets compared to go back to some other kind of products. So it's it's a choice, of course. Uh, it's not uh, perfect, but today, I, to my mind, it seems to be better to do that compared to do something different. Uh, doing a technical choice is always a choice with a balance. And so we know that we will win something, but you know that you have, of course, some um, consequences in the other end. So we have to, to choose the, the best way, in fact. And, and we, for me, it's the best way now. And I expect uh, by uh, 
doing many try and many tests to try to limit it uh, much more the quantity of copper by using some of the system. Um, I think we can speak about uh, UV boosting. Yes, it's UV a UV light. UV boosting is is very still secret, but uh, we love it. We were pioneer in this, and in April. We, uh, in fact, <laughs> the system, the idea is uh, that some researcher in France some years ago, uh, by luck, finds that if you put a very strong UV light on the plants, they have a reaction. And this reaction could be helpful for fighting against, against disease. And so uh, we began last year to, to try to do that in the, in the vineyards. And so the, we work with the company. And so they go in the vineyard with a very strong UV light. And this light stress a bit the plants and give to the plants a reaction um, to, to, different, uh, yeah, to, to, to active the defense of the plant. And by this way, we reduce the quantity of uh, mildew attack strongly. strongly. So it's a very good, at um, least a good, uh, good um, we, evolution. We, we can try use. everything. We have tried to put straw in um, some hectares in the vineyard. And it was good because the mildew cannot... Uh, go back on the leaf, but it was bad because when it's a little cold, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, as, as it's humid, yeah, you can frost easily. So yeah. the, the balance is not in, in our favor in, in Bordeaux. Then uh, we, we, we tried uh, to have a plant which eats the copper. That's very successful, mm. all the more so, as it came from our daughter, because in cosmetics, they, they, they need to put homeopathic copper sometimes in their product. And the guy was refining this, but it was very weak. It, it was not really a, a good impact. A lot of work for you, very small. Yes, uh, but if you win something, even if it's yes, small, yes, so, it's better compared so to nothing. We, so. we try again, we try again this, <laughs> this one. And uh, we, we have tried uh, um, another one which was supposed to replace totally the copper, total failure. So, so we, we try everything. It's a privilege of uh, having some means to the, uh, and to be ambitious and to have a, a, a quite a, a large one block estate of 70 hectares of red and 10 and a half hectares of white. So uh, there is al always some hectares where Fabien is making tests, which sometimes it's very good for the crop, sometimes not. Sometimes we expand this, sometimes not. But so, and it's a privilege. Fabien lives at one piece of the estate, and we live at the other piece for the last 30 years and for him 20 years. So it's, uh, uh, and uh, the, the containment was excellent for us because the, the, the you know, the, the, the girls who work to petite façon, as we say, yeah. in the yeah. And uh, it, maybe it's a little sexist what I am going to say, but things go like this for generation. It's the guy who prune and it's the girl who makes the little, little ways. Yeah. Uh, we, it's, it's not totally it's, true. It's not totally true because <laughs> we, are, we are training the girls to prune. Oh, cool. fantastic. Well, that's very innovative. That's great. It's a social way of... Uh, extremely progressive for letting the women prune. Very much, much more easy to have uh, several religions, and we have this diversity in the vineyard, very easy. But girl and men, 
not so easy, but we, we manage, we manage. And, oh, well, and then not so easy in every aspect, not just in winemaking. <laughs> so um, I have so many questions here that uh, lots of people are asking, how much does it really cost to do the carbon capture? A few people have responded and said it's very expensive. Could you tell our audience a little bit more about this, um, this technology and how much it costs roughly? Is it, is it worthwhile, do you think? Yeah, it's for us a bit difficult question because, um, in fact, uh, we yeah. built we were the first one, so we built a prototype with a company with a genial uh, guy, but uh, an inventor. But he had he had the, because we have two agronomical engineers in the estate, and he needs both. He needed both, you know, and the knowledge on top of that. So they built with him. They lost of a huge loss of time, but I think with seventy thousand. Yeah, more or less 70,000 we paid for the beginning of the prototype as an improvement step by step. By step. Now, uh, but but today, today um, the guy we, which we which is we build the system um, is linked with a very big company in France and so they are building machine and they rent the machine. So uh, it's quite expensive to do perhaps just for one estate, but by this system you can rent a machine for building, for making a bicarbonate just for the harvest. So uh, the price, but today it's not. A, it's not a limit. It's not. A, it's not yes, a, it's, 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 it's less possible to less do. If you rent, it's possible because it's during uh, uh, the, the fermentation that you have to do this. So it's not. Uh, it's not all year long. Some people in the room are saying that this is actually a health hazard. The CO two. So they're asking that should this be made mandatory? This kind of technology to to prevent any CO2 um, as being a health as a health hazard. What do you think about that? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure to understand, sorry. Can you repeat? Um, we'll come back to that because we have so many more other questions. I don't want to linger on this, but it is very interesting. Uh, just, just a question on um, other forms of biodiversity uh, mm -hmm. programs that you have. You've mentioned bees and you've mentioned that you've planted uh, shrubs. And, and it's all by our team. Could you, could you uh, give our audience some other examples of processes and technologies that you've put in for biodiversity specifically? Uh, it's not technology, but for instance, we are lucky enough to have this forest. In the forest, we have meadows. In the meadows, uh, we grew plants. Uh, I have to look uh, we, we look for, we, we, we have horsetail, that's natural, it's against fungal disease. We have Achille millefeuille, which is very good during flowering to avoid coloring. And uh, we have osier, of course, to, to fight against disease. We have oak bark from our own oaks, and I improve grape resistance. Uh, we have ferns, it's natural in our forest, but it's a natural insect repellent as well. Uh, we have nettles, everybody has nettles, and it's a very good fertilizer that we add sometimes to the compost. We, we've also the manure of the llamas and of the cows uh, with the branches of our vines. And all this uh, is what it in, is interesting. I think now we are alone to uh, have these plants dried in our special place that we can you can visit if you ask. It's... Uh, it's um, aerated and in the dark. And, uh, and then when, once it's dry, we refine this and we make huge herbal tea 
And sometimes with biodynamics with the co-horn filled with humus, you know. So we, we have two big, uh, like teapot, but huge. And, uh, and uh, one is for herbal tea, the other for biodynamizer. So it's not real science, but it's the best of nature used uh, by us for, for en enhancing, always enhancing the strength of our vines against uh, the disease and, uh, and strengthen them. Yeah. So you are using biodynamic methods, uh, but you are not certified biodynamic. Is that right? No, because exactly. we, we, we are afraid of a mystical part. We, you will never see in Chateau Smith Solafit the liver of, 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 of a, a deer uh, reflecting the cosmos, the stars. We, we don't believe. But we prune a tree moon, you know, and it costs a lot because uh, for uh, the, the, the next fortnight, the guys have to tend the, the rosebuds. Okay, just reading some of the other questions. There are, we were speaking a lot about packaging and uh, the, the need to, to look at a, again at the packaging of wine, especially since the lockdown, people such as the tasters, the big tasters in the wine industry are receiving big bottles. They're just standing around the house. There's been some experimentation with smaller bottles. We had some discussions yesterday about what the options were for maybe having more sustainable packaging options. Have you looked at this area? Is this something that you are considering? Um, we, we have not uh, taken uh, the big and heavy bottles because we don't like to see people organic. Some of them are, and they take big bottles because when you pour this, it's, a, it's a, an ego, you know, <laughs> pride, uh, because it looks like luxury. So we have not gone this way uh, in France, uh, because we think it's okay to have regular bottles, but we don't sacrifice our, our cork uh, on our classified roth, on Smith-Solafit. We, we have taken over cork. My husband is very into it, but... Uh, we don't like them mm. for the for the younger vines. For the younger wines, uh, we we have this, uh, the how do you call them? It's uh, it's corks, but it's corks, still corks. It's still corks, and it's in it's fact, the same price mm. as the higher priced uh, unbleached traditional cork that we used for our Smith Olafit wines. Uh, but for the older Smith or Petit Olafit uh, white white, we use. Uh, the bio, it's uh, how do they call this? It's not bio certified, but uh, bio sourced, which is a, an invented word <laughs> which allows the supplier to put high price on this. But still, we use this because it's less bark of the trees uh, now and it's maybe better for, for preserving the. We don't know, but for the white, we use this on smaller wines. But we think the wood of our cases uh, are, are recyclable. Wood is a natural element, but it's, it's heavy. Yeah, we, we, we are not ready to, to use a plastic bottle for our wine. Oh, no. So we stay in, uh, in glass. Glass is um, recycling. Of course, it costs many energy to, to, to do that. But um, we, we stay with the glass because it's the best continent for the aging in bottles and for the long yes. time. Uh, after that, we use cork, and the cork is coming from um, 
forests which are grow uh, with uh, uh, sustainability yes. certification. So uh, we use the cork, but they grow the, the blast cell of, of trees and they replant trees. For the boxes, for the for the six and twelve boxes, the pinus uh, the pinus trees are grow in sustainability forest too. So we take care uh, of these things that we want that our supplier are following the same ideas as us. So we stay by this way. The carton, like Fabien, like carton, the cardboard. The cardboard are recycling. So we 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 try to we take care of these and, things and too. Also, we are one of the three chateaux in Bordeaux to have an integrated cooperage. And uh, our oak trees come from Forêt de Troncé or Jupy, where the office national national office for forest French is uh, totally obsessed with uh, the the replant recycling yeah. system. Mm -hmm. So we, we try our best, but uh, uh, we hope uh, the great name of Bordeaux are not going for the very heavy bottle with very special case because all this had, had maybe to a prestige, uh, but it's not, um, we don't think it's, it's very good for planet. It's good to hear that many comments as uh, people are commenting on the fact that it's good to hear about this happening in Bordeaux, which has a bit of a traditional image still, even though we've been hearing from Sally Evans from Chateau Jorset yesterday about the many initiatives happening in Bordeaux. Actually, there's a lot going on, but we're not hearing about it that much. So some of the comments, Bordeaux is doing much more than they are potentially communicating about. Um, How does it... Um, Hello? Something just happened. Yeah. Are you back? You are back. Oh, I can see you. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry about that. S small technical error. Um, how much are you seeing a shift in perspective about this topic in Bordeaux? And to what extent are you working collaboratively with other growers, neighboring and not neighboring? How, how many we are doing these kind of things? Um, how much are you working together? For instance, I was speaking to a German uh, producer, mm. and it sounds like where they are, they collaborate a lot. Are you seeing this model? Yes, it's easier for us to speak with foreign wine growers because we are not directly competing. <laughs> I must ah. say this because mm. Bordeaux, you know, it's a village. Everybody knows everybody. But uh, you, you try. We, we have, uh, we have, uh, we were not supposed to, to, to find a way to, uh, to prestige with our chateau when we bought it 30 years ago. It was a beautiful terroir, but totally derelict. And uh, we have changed the hierarchy. Yeah. So, um, it's okay, but not always. In fact, to complete the answer, um, something are organized in Bordeaux, and uh, for example, the um, certification uh, ISO 14001 is done by a group, and so we work together in a really group exchange. Uh, for the other things, it's more uh, a friendly relationship to work together because it's not very organized, and uh, we spoke, uh, we speak, we exchange very uh, oftenly with uh, friends, but. Um, but not, uh, in fact, it's a, it's a human relationship. So we work with what we want to work with. It's not really organized uh, as a general thing. In fact. Okay, I have a question here. Anna, could you please ask if they're talking about ori origin by Diam? Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. In fact, That's for the young vines, uh, wine, we choose to do that because uh, it's an efficient system to, to close and uh, this wine are a bit um, able to be drinking a bit, a bit younger. So the time of uh, aging bottle is a bit shorter. So we use origin from jam, exactly. Okay. So one thing that I'm hearing from this presentation is that you, um, money and, and is not the, it's, it's a priority, but it's not the, the most challenging aspect for you. What would you say? It sounds like sustainability has been expensive and it takes time and commitment. What, would you, what advice would you give to wineries around the world who may not have the same access to funding as you have on this journey? Are there some processes that they can already start putting in place that may be less costly and actually be profitable for them? I think I think it could be not very expensive. You begin with small and simple things. Yes. Letting growing grass in the vineyards, it's not costable. You have just to go back and to cut the grass, but it's not very, very it's expensive. Slow, it, slower, it lowers the, the yields. It lowers the yields. Yeah, a bit, but it's but, not very... But your wine is better. You can balance a bit. So something like that, going, letting more nature in the vineyards, not very expensive. Uh, buying some... Um, medium light bottle, it's not more expensive compared to big bottles. So something are not very costable. If you want to produce your own compost, of course, you have to bring the, the, the goods, you have to make them, you have That's to complex. do things. So it's a bit more expensive. It's, it's a problem of time. So if you have time, it's not expensive, but yes. it's, you have, if you do that by your own, it's not expensive. You have to pay someone to do that. It's expensive. So depending- It's time, it's time against money. Yeah, depending of your situation, you can do, small thing by step by step we will go on in the good way yeah. and for me the most important thing is to think about that and to go in the direction yeah. if you have the ability to to have time money and people you can go quicker faster but if you have not the thing you can go step by step and going by your rhythm to go to, to the good direction and 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 when i when i was speaking about containment and and, and telling we are happy with this in a way it's because uh, uh, each uh, lady and man in charge of their own parcel, they realize that instead of being into cluster, asking for cigarettes or things like that, they were happy to speak with their vines. They speak with their vines. It was incredible to see this. But they, they know their vines better now, and they like to speak about it. We should have... Uh, Come with uh, um, uh, avec notre ami portugaise, Portuguese friend. Come of the girls, uh, uh, they would be they would be happy to speak uh, about their vines because they think they are almost human now. They know it better, and they see the mildew coming before in all the little box and and the certified trainees in agronomy that we send in the vineyard. They know their vines, and I think. Um, when you have a small vineyard, you can be without many money. You you can be uh, bio and uh, cert uh, certified organic easily. When it's a big vineyard, it's harder and cost more costly. How how much do you agree with the fact that you can charge more for wines that are more sustainable? Are your clients willing to pay more for this story? Or is it still very much about the profit and the margin? It's the beginning. It's the beginning. It's, uh, five years ago, nobody would have cared. 
Now uh, it's it's important to see uh, which nationalities are taking care of it, and and uh, sometimes uh, it's it's weird because uh, you you would not think the, the the Chinese are beginning to be awake to this. They were not at all ten years ago, you know. But with the pollution, when they arrive in a very clean and beautiful environment, and they see all the people dedicated to the life in their soil, they are really interested. And uh, uh, American um, depends, depends. Some, uh, some are not at all, and some are totally into it. It's very... Today we are not able to charge really the wine from no. the overcost of the, of the, of the sustainability uh, ideas. But uh, this uh, philosophy, this way of working, help us to improve the quality of the wine. Oh, yes. And by the improvement, we can charge more the wine. Yes. So it's a second effect. But uh, today, for us, we are not selling an organic wine. We are selling spin solar feed. And yes. by this way, we are improving our environment, our part of life, and at the end, improving the quality of the wine and the price. And also, we think the wine growers, but we have no time for this because I, I, I spent three years doing this. and. Uh, I, I can say that it's it's not uh, soft business. It's hard uh, because people are not open in the high sphere of administration. I speak for friends, you know. They they don't care for this, even if it's a lip service. And it's a pity because there is a lot of money in research. In uh, but often it's the chemicals who pay for this. So. You have to, it's a difficult balance. Now I think they are, they are, they are thinking of improving really, but it just begin, just begin because. And what about the consumer? How do you communicate to the end consumer about what you're doing? Is there anything on the back label? Is there? No, we invite them to come. And as we do today, we please come and visit <laughs> us. It's Robert Travel. It's a very beautiful estate, 15 minutes from a railway station. Uh, 25 from the airport and as soon as uh, we can fly again take the train again please do come and visit it's worth we, we are worth it really interesting conversation so many examples of how to communicate about the sustainability story for everyone watching we don't have much time left but i i, I have i do have a, a question for you is is there is there anything that you're working on now that's very new that you're testing that is that you're feeling excited about? What's the, what's next for you? <laughs> Many things probably. Uh, we, we have bought uh, an estate in Napa ah. Valley, and uh, and we were we escaped the fire. It was a miracle, but uh, but it's so different. It's so different. We start again from from scratch over there in a beautiful estate. So looking forward to this conversation again about that estate. With everything that you know, are you going to start very differently on this estate than you started with the last one? First, we have to find a way to escape really the five because we have not been sleeping for 10 days and night. Uh, second, we, have, we, we did not think they were so different from us in Bordeaux. And third, Fabien has to go there 
more often. <laughs> now we will, we will go in the same direction. Yes, of course. But not by the same way, but in the same direction, because it was not the same weather condition, not the same soil, not the same things, even if it's the same varietals. And we have to find the balance of the place because doing uh, stability and, and things, um, um, recycling system of growing is adapt on the place you are and not, it's, you cannot transfer all the things in the same, by the same way, in fact. So mm -hmm. you have to find the way of growing them with a good balance, with a good, uh, the biodiversity is not the same, you're not the same plant, not the same animals, not the same thing. So we have to recreate the things we do in the air and yeah. we have to do that there. And uh, I, I expect to be more efficient be a bit more uh, yes. quicker, faster, because now we know more things, yes. but it will take time too. Because oh, yes. as I said before, we are just there to help the life coming back alone and do the balance of the things by themselves. So we have to help the system to, to find its own balance. So when you arrive there, what are some of the assessments that you'll be making initially? Uh, for this time, it's uh, it's very new. So we are in the first year for the discover of the place. So uh, we are yeah. uh, going to organic uh, to to spray to protect. This is the basement, and now we know more things, and we will speak uh, this winter. I expect to to have. I would like to go there to 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 film yeah. other things, because but we bought we'll end that. of January, yeah. and so we have not yet come back. Yeah. You know, wow. So, so it's, it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. And it, we borrowed money this time because it's so it's risky business and frustrating. But uh, we succeed. You should ask your daughter for money. Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last few minutes. Just what would be your final thoughts that you would like to leave with our audience about your journey and about sustainability? What advice would you give now? We think. Uh, for the people who follow with us the SHL adventure, uh, we, we think that uh, it helps to live in harmony with nature and uh, uh, far from all kinds of pollution and aggressivity. And that's maybe the first rule. And after you adapt according to your means, that's mm. what I should say, maybe. What can I add? It's difficult to add something. It's uh, For me, it's always a question of balance between your place, the people, the products you want to make, but we have no choice. We have to involve in that because the evolution of the planet is not very good. And so we have to take care of that. And we have to follow the natural way to stay alive in the in their environment in their natural way. And for me, we have no choice today to do differently. No, we have no choice because uh, the, the younger generation uh, is very, very sensitive to that. And uh, when uh, it, will come, it will come a day when after having satisfied uh, with a car, uh, a flat, uh, they will have a, we hope they will have a cave and some very civilized uh, uh, way of showing it with wine, which is not an alcohol, which is welcome to civilization. That's what we think. Absolutely, the culture of wine, very true. Thank you so much. It was a fascinating conversation. I'm delighted to know even more than I knew before about Smithwood Lafitte and so many comments thanking us for this session. Thank you so much uh, for your for your contribution and all your work. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you so much Susu, for helping for, us for all the followers and for all the questions. Yes. It was difficult for us to read in the same time no. because it's a small return, but it's very um, you help us. Very, very, very good for us to see that people are very uh, interrogative and very yes. um, interrogative for all these subjects. Merci. Thank you so much, Florence and Fabien.